Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. And today our guest is Andrew Kelly, who is bringing back Peggy Sue's. So 2020 has been an odd year for sure, right, Nellie? It totally has been. And I think the hardest part, if you watch the news, and you know, Dallas isn't in as bad of shape as like Los Angeles or New York. Um, the closing of all the restaurants, the fact that restaurants aren't funded, it's been very difficult because restaurants are where we live our lives, yeah, quite frankly. They really are. And you know, it's such a social aspect to everything in our community that we meet at restaurants and um, go out quite a bit. But so many restaurants had to pivot like really quickly during quarantine. And if they wanted to survive, they really got a hold on the takeout business. Mm-hmm. And I know you ordered quite a bit of takeout. I know I did. And that's what literally... I still am. <laughs> you still I are. got into a habit. <laughs> <laughs> you literally... <laughs> that's what we have to do to keep these guys around. But mm-hmm. um, but it's so important because we're going to lose a lot of great institutions if we don't get out there and support these guys. Well, and speaking of great institutions, Peggy Sue's is one. One of the best. Has always been in Snyder Plaza. And you know, every time somebody came to visit, I, I love to take them to Snyder Plaza, but I love to take them to get barbecue because that's what, you know, they're in Texas, That's right? what we do in Texas. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, so I'm so grateful to hear that they're going to be doing takeout and that... I, I'm not joking when I say what a great thing to order for the holidays. Like I'm, I'm all, I'm all for going anti-traditional, and instead of instead of having like a Christmas goose, you order barbecue. You know, I know you're cooking a Christmas goose right now, Martha. You started on it. Right. I was just trying to say killed a, it. A goose is traditional. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Yeah. Well, in Fort Worth, we didn't do goose. <laughs> we did brisket, and I think that's what we're going to do this year because of all this talk about barbecues making me want brisket. <laughs> So we've asked Andrew to join us on Zoom. Andrew, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. So we're going to get to everyone's burning questions about Peggy Sue's barbecue because Andrew has single-handedly brought the community together by bringing it back. But before we get going, we're going to have Andrew start out with seeing Buddy Holly's Peggy Sue's from the 1950s. Hit it, Andrew. <laughs> Peggy Sue, Peggy, 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 Peggy Sue, come on, Peggy. <laughs> Uh, How was that? That was that was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) You guys kind of threw me a curveball there, but well, you know what? Like so, like we said, we're so excited about Peggy Sue's coming back because we were frequenting it, my family and all of our buddies, for the Cowboys games, etc. And we love having a local bar in Snyder Plaza. Sure enough, yeah, I love that. Um, And a lot of people are really excited. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have a lot of questions about how it's going to pan out. Andrew, tell us a little bit about the history of just how you got into the restaurant business. You own New York Sub right now, and then well, you're how did this all enough, work out? I my very first job was on Hillcrest at a place called Brugger's Bagels, and I was the bagel bagel baker in the early morning and my dad would drop me off there and then I would walk over to the middle school after work. So so basically I'm in there, you know, four in the morning making bagels and then walking to middle school at McCullough um, to go to school after that. And I'm not saying it was an awesome job, but it was a job and I have been in restaurants ever since then. It's all I've ever done. Okay. So the bagels, let's go back to that because I'm a New York city girl. It's all about the water, isn't it? When it comes to bagels. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Brugger's is still around, but we, they was at had, the airport uh, at Love Field. Okay. They had an, um, a little mystery packet that you added to the water. 
that you blanched the bagels in. So for sure. It probably had like some, some dirt from New York City in it to make yeah, it. Yeah, they just shipped it in. <laughs> for sure. Soot, you know, soot, street stuff. <laughs> right, right. Okay, so from there, where did you go? Tell us what happened from there. So I love the, vi- the vision of so, you making bagels and going off to middle school. What happened? I know, right? Um, I just fell in love with the business. Um, I ended up going to school in Chicago um, to a culinary school called Kindle. And then I worked in Chicago in fine dining. Um, I'll put it this way. I have an extensive collection of hairnets and name tags. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I was doing the fine dining thing. I moved back to Dallas um, right about when I turned 30. And I was working here. I I was a chef at Neiman's. Um, I worked for Central Market in a regional um, position and I was still doing fine dining in Dallas. Um, one of the things about fine dining though, is, you know, you work every weekend, you work every holiday and you work late at night. Um, and I wanted to start a family and my wife kept pushing me and pushing me to do my own thing. Um, a lot of what I was doing could be considered consulting, but you never get your name on the menu, but you, you know, you do a lot of the work. So, um, it was the night before Thanksgiving and I'm driving by New York sub, which had been closed for a couple of years. And it struck me that here's an opportunity. So I, I made a phone call and here we are five years later. Um, New York sub has been around since 1974. Peggy Sue's, um, the Dallas morning news dates it back to 1947. So these are two institutions that are, you know, well rooted in this community, right? One of the challenges of opening a business with so much history is how do you live up to that? How do you make people happy? And then how do you change with the times? Um, But while also keeping, I know what you're saying, while also keeping that vibe of tradition. That vibe of tradition, which is so important in the park cities. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, naturally there was some pushback when we changed things and it wasn't going to be exactly how it was uh, before, but now I think people have come around and they really appreciate what we do here. And one of the things that we do that I'm passionate about is that we, um, we work with local farmers and local ranchers. So our meats are all coming from Texas and they're independent family farmers and ranchers. And we smoke and roast and cure the meats for the sandwich shop. Um, and some of them have become so popular, for example, our brisket pastrami um, that has been written up in Texas Monthly and featured in other places as well. So I've dealt with the challenges of reviving a historical, if you will, brand. Um, and, you know, with Peggy's, it's kind of the same deal. Um, 2020 has been a hard year for everybody. And then we lose Peggy Sue's. And it's, it's comfort food. It's, it has memories. Um, it's just, it's part of the neighborhood and I didn't want it to die and go away. Well, one of the biggest, one of the biggest questions that I've seen is people are wanting to know, are you opening the actual location there at the corner of Snyder Plaza? As much as we would love to open in the original Peggy Sue's location, um, there are other plans for that building that don't include a barbecue restaurant. Interesting. Well, how are you bringing back the tradition of Peggy Sue's then? And can you tell us exactly where you're opening up then? Or is that a secret? (laughs) So 
right now we've built a smokehouse behind New York sub. Um, I have a full smokehouse. I have cords of different kind of wood. I have apple wood and cherry wood and hickory and mesquite and oak, of course. Um, we built a big smoker and we hired uh, Miss Toya Thrash. And Toya was a manager at Peggy Sue's for the last 20 years. So she is basically, you know, one of the heart and soul people of that whole institution. And um, together we've kind of recreated a lot of, um, as close as we can get, we've recreated a lot of the recipes. And um, right now we are operating as a catering business. So, um, you would call it a ghost kitchen almost, which is a very popular thing in New York City and in Chicago and in Los Angeles um, where people have real estate they're already paying for and they don't want to double down. They'll operate a ghost kitchen. Well, I think the biggest question everyone in the Park Cities wants to know is, have you got the coleslaw recipe right? Yeah, we do. We nailed it. Everybody awesome. loves it. Yeah, everybody loves it. Um, today we worked on barbecue beans. Um, we've got a baked potato salad that people are crazy about, um, a spinach dip, a squash casserole. So you can come right now to New York Sub and we have a market set up in half of the building with a refrigerated case and there are items ready to purchase and take home. So this is interesting because I, when you were talking about the hair nets and talking about, <laughs> about that kind of thing, I always think of a restaurant as being an actor. I always think of it as setting the stage, whether sure. it's takeout, whatever it is, you're sort of, you're really, it's sort of behind the scenes, you're setting a stage. So it sounds like in pulling in the manager, you're really doing that. You're, you're pulling in that clientele. You're making people feel comfortable. You're making right. them feel like they're getting the same thing they were getting before in a good way with a little and bit of a has- touch of modern. She has 20 years of Peggy Sue's knowledge and loyalty to the brand. And she really, she means she lives for barbecue, you know? Um, and she also is one of those people that saw children grow up in this neighborhood and go off and get married and move away and come back and all that. So, you know, Toya is very connected and she's a familiar face that's tied in with that brand. And, um, what about a bar? I, <laughs> We're not going to do a plans bar. In the future? <laughs> so we're looking for a forever home for Peggy Sue's. Uh-huh. But right now we're operating as a catering business and a to-go market. So think like shortstop or holy ravioli, um, you know, a place where you're on the go, you can come up here and you can pick up dinner and take it home and then throw it in your oven. Everything that I've uh, cooked has been designed to be, um, taken home in, you know, oven safe containers and then just throw in your oven and heat it up. Okay. That sounds perfect because the holidays are coming up and I assume that we can order holiday food from you. Yes, ma'am. You can order, um, at ps-bbq.com and you just click on catering menu and there's the phone number or you can link to our email and, um, Toyo will answer personally every email and get you set up for your holiday meal. What kind of things do you have to offer? Um, so we are doing um, what's been really popular are our party packs. So we have a small party pack and a large party pack, depending on the number of people. And you get um, a couple of pounds of meat and then you get to choose five pints of side and a dozen rolls. And everything is made here, baked fresh. 
Um, it's all made in house. Well, I love this idea because I have friends whose families have COVID and I've been on the, you know, the meal train delivering meals. (laughs) So that sounds like a a real nice comfort meal, comfort food for them during these times. Right now you could come up and we even have a walk-up window that slides open and closed. So right now you could come up to the market and you could get a couple of pints of garlic mashed potatoes and some barbecue beans. And then you could get, um, you know, a mac and cheese and baby back ribs and everything the meats have all been cooked cooled and then we vacuum sealed them so that you can either take them home throw them in your freezer and use them when you need them or you can just drop them in hot water open it up and you've got a hot meal right there first of all i have to say i love the idea because um you know how in new york for uh for for Christmas dinner, for example, people order Chinese food and they kind of do something different. I'm kind of loving sure. the, the idea of ordering Peggy Seuss for Christmas and doing something different. So um, it's very exciting news. And I just wanted to ask you, though, these are strange times for the next couple months. What are your plans in 2021? So we want to continue to support our community. Um, it's real important to me to support healthcare workers and teachers um, and first responders. So uh, my strength is food. So we're going to continue to, you know, serve our community that way. And we want to expand Peggy Sue's into a forever home. We just haven't found the home for it yet. Any other restaurants you're thinking of acquiring and reviving for us? I have been talking to a friend whose family owns Highland Park Pharmacy. And we're just tossing the idea around. Um, They do really well at the state fair. Um, So... You know, it's up in the air. Oh my gosh, that would be incredible! Yeah, well, I, I would. The idea of I would to love to have something close to the high school where kids could get out at lunch and get a grilled cheese or a quick burger, um, a lot of the same old sandwiches, and then of course a butterscotch milkshake or anything like that. My grandfather ran a soda fountain inside of a Woolworth um, in downtown Dallas a million years ago. And he still has all that vintage equipment. And I would love to restore that equipment and start knocking out, you know, classic Highland Park Pharmacy food. I love the direction you're going. I I can't wait to see what the future holds for you guys. We even have a grilled Palm Beach on our menu at New York Sub and in homage to the pharmacy. I like that. And you're, you're keeping the tradition alive. So yes. it's been so fun to hear what your thoughts are on this and, and the fact that you're trying to keep traditions alive. Thank you so much, Andrew. Really enjoyed having you on the show. Yeah, we appreciate you taking the time. I know thank that you y'all. mentioned that you're, you're doing it all in the restaurant right now, including washing the dishes. So thank you for taking the time. You know, it's a family business. My wife is sitting there at the cash register and my little boy comes and helps and stocks chips in the morning. So we, we have to do what we have to do to keep this thing going. Well, you're doing a great job. We really appreciate it. That's been another episode of The Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Millie Shudo. And we'll catch you all next time. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. Thank you.